Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 and Indian School or online at ChapmanDodge.com. The only thing better than a big truck is saving big on a big truck. A truck that'll get you anywhere you want to go and help you get stuff done. Well, guess what? At Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Ram truck during the Ram Power Days. Going on now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. All right. Thank you, Inept Hero. Champions of Playdio last year, uh, running the theme song this year, and we've decided just to make it all a digital thing. Toledo's working on that. We'll make all these bands that want to play in Playdio this year all digital. Don't even have to come down and drop it off. That was the big problem. Have these. Uh, deadbeat local band uh, singers and drummers coming down here, touching our stuff with all this COVID. We don't want any filthy pigs. <laughs> uh, we're working on a prize. There may or may not be one. It's maybe just for fun this year. Maybe just a gentleman's uh, tip of the cap, and then you guys get to promoting do your maybe. Well, no, I can't do that because then you have to write and record. It'll be too hard. Never mind. Uh, we're going to tell you where Jeremy's going this morning because he and uh, Nerf Beard are on their way out right now. Drew looks like he's lost a ton of weight. Has he? I don't know. I don't think is it just so. The, is it the I new, think it's the man bun. It's the man bun that yeah, makes him look bun. like he's got AIDS. That's yes. it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't tell if he'd lost weight or if the man bun made him look AIDSy. Ten pounds of hair. <laughs> it's the man bun that'll make a guy look AIDSy in a heartbeat. If you're if you're putting your hair in a man bun right now, stop it. True. So you know what my favorite part of man buns is when a guy wants to have a man bun but his hair's just barely long enough. So he's got that little, like, uh, Brussels sprout sticking yeah. on the top of his head. <laughs> the mini sprout. It's like, just wait until it's it's a capable man bun. If you're going to go down Douche Avenue, wait until it's big enough to man bun A full-fledged douche. If you're yeah, going to douche yeah, yeah, don't do, Come on, go all the don't way. Don't do sprout. <laughs> do full croissant or cruller. One of those big old, what do they call those? A Danish Brady, those spinning ones? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. The, the Cinnabon. Oh, the Cinnabon. Before, all right, I'll get into this. I'm going to tell you where <laughs> these guys are going. i got to apologize to Brady for something. I feel really bad about it, but it all was right. uh, mainly because the laughter that ensued for like 15 minutes after was uh, – Uncalled? At my expense? Uh, in a way. Okay. So, uh, look, I'm real sorry for what I'm going to tell you in a second. And it isn't me. I'm apologizing for someone else. 
terrible. Uh, Indian School in Litchfield Road. Uh, that's where the boys are going to Safeway this morning. Uh, they're going to be out there collecting uh, for the last time before we pack up on November 11th. So it's the 5th right now. We're six days away. That means next Tuesday, correct? Or Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Uh, we've got ourselves the pack-up party that's going to happen, and we can send all these things out. KUP deployment packs, boxed up November 11th, sent out to uh, Arizona troops serving overseas or away from home uh, during the holidays. And this is really kind of a cool thing that uh, has been put together with our friends over there at Lerner and Row and Modelo Especial. So go this morning and uh, drop off. We, you know The list is on our website, 98kupd.com. Not too late. If you can't make it out to Litchfield and uh, Indian School out there in Goodyear, uh, then it's not too late to go to our website. And find out what's on the list still. And uh, you can Amazon wish list it. It pops right over. I got told right. we need socks. We so still need do, socks. So if you're doing the Amazon wish list, right. just load up on socks. We've got Tell a lot what, of everything else. I'll do uh, $500 worth of socks today. Okay. I'll give you the card. You load it up. There we go. All right. So we'll do that and I'll get that going. And then we'll see if we can get anybody else to kind of help out along Match with that. that. It'll be a big sock Perfect. day online. And then hopefully Safeway, we can get all the rest of the stuff. Get everything else. Everything on the list is, is a go today, just to load up. If you want to do toothpaste or brushes or uh, deodorant or travel packs of uh, foot powder and uh, gold bond things, by all means, you go in and grab whatever yeah, you want. Because anything we have extra goes to the National Guard. It's awesome. And it goes to the next time we need to mm-hmm. send stuff. So it's awesome. So if we go over the amount we need, it'll be used. A, a surplus, which is awesome. You got, yeah, it will get used. Uh, it's awesome. And i got to thank my friends over there at uh, reactdefense.com, too, because i got another uh, thing yesterday. i got a box of stuff from them. We can. It's just great. The, the members up there have been helping out a ton. A lot of them are former military. They're cops. They understand the whole deal. So, uh, And a lot of them are just regular Joes, just being there, decent people. Uh, so, yeah, head on out there. Litchfield and Indian School Road, just north of the I-10 this morning, and uh, help out uh, Jeremy and Manbun. I'll have a whole bunch of stuff for you, uh, and you guys can be – you know, introduce yourself to a Civil War general. That's pretty amazing. You don't get that nowadays. Uh, Brady, I have to apologize. Okay. Megan uh, ordered me a pair of uh, of Converse shoes yesterday. And, uh, man, this was a close call, buddy. You know where it's going a little bit. So when they don't have your size on the online, they send the next closest ones. Right. So I'm 11 and a half, 12, right? Uh, and they sent like a like these clown shoes over like 12 and a half giant straight clown shoes so this is the worst part of it all (laughs) this is the worst part of it all i put them on and megan starts laughing without prompting you need to send those to kobe (laughs) i'm like that's just rude that's rude and hilarious and that's hilarious and rude so i took a couple of snapshots of my feet in these clown shoes and i started laughing i'm "I'm gonna send these to brady like no i'm not i said i'll just tomorrow morning i'll just say i'm sorry that we laughed for 40 minutes <laughs> of me and my clown shoes and Megan saying that these would fit Kirby but not me. And it was hilarious because I did consider maybe boxing them up and bringing them in going, these don't fit me. Because when you see these things, they look gigantic. I felt terrible. Well, you apologize. Let's see the pictures now. Oh, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, on, they're on her phone. I didn't. Damn it. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, it, was, it was a. Kirby. Uh, it was bad. Grew four inches this year. Four inches, just yeah. her feet or the, her uh, <laughs> everything, everything. <laughs> her feet were four inches. My God, the feet were two of them. Wow, that's one Jeremy penis. That's amazing. <laughs> four inches. That's a lot of growing. How tall is she? Five uh, eight. So she, she's five eight, and she got ten and a half men's feet. Yep. I thought she was taller than that. Man, she's going to have size fourteens and be about six three. This is impressive. We're she's, on our way. She's not even grown into those come. feet yet. That's like a puppy. 
They get them big paws. Next thing you know, yeah. they're super tall. You gonna you gonna put those paddles to good use in sports? Get her in the pool. Or, uh, yeah, we were working on a finger roll yesterday. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no, 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 no. People with big feet. Got to have some French. No, no. She might be. Going. She's not tall enough yet. Tell no. her to be an Olympian. She'll make a lot more money. Yeah, make her scuba dive or something. Those things will push her under the earth. She's she can swim on terra firma. She's like a dolphin. I'm impressed with the flippers. But when I put those shoes on last night, and I'm like this, I actually said this is probably how Kirby feels. Right after Megan said. <laughs> after Megan said, we should send those to Kirby. Because they were way too big. And then I'm like, this is wrong. This is a 12-year-old child that Brady has made the, you know, butt of all of our jokes. <laughs> and we still roll. It's it. his fault. <laughs> I blamed you for it. And then I'm like, I'll apologize tomorrow morning. This is something I can't live with. So I had to say I was sorry for that. But you did it. You created this image in our head. So whenever I see great big feet, she's the first thing I think of. And that's your fault. That's your fault. In fact, it's your fault to the point of this. <laughs> I still love <laughs> Why this makes me laugh. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. That's your fault. It's that your rocks, fault. man. Yeah, I like it. You should play it around the holidays. So I'm getting all sorts of emails and stuff, about, and it's weird that <laughs> what happened. I know I'm wearing, I'm wearing. Well, because there's no toner in this, and it's printed by Lilliputians. Let me print it again. We just put new toner in. Yes. All right. The printer, for some reason, a full piece of paper, and then a Mexican who writes your name on a grain of rice is inside our printer. <laughs> so I had to go get Paul's readers to, to even try to get through this. So this was given out at a school. This is how divisive things are, and you know we've talked about it. We're, you know, 68 million people voted for one guy and 70 million voted for the other. And we're all, and everybody's like, we're both divided. Records, both records, sure. by the way. Yeah, we're divided. We're divided. And I'm like, maybe a little divided, right? But I don't think that means we hate the other side so much. I'm watching TMZ yesterday and they had a guy from BET on that said, every single person that voted for Trump is a racist. That's 69 million racists in this country. I'm like, wow. Jeez. That's a bold statement and nobody on tmz pushed back they want nobody defends so afraid the fact. well I, yeah i think maybe it is because i think you get crapped on if you disagree Man. so then the other side screaming out you know terrible things and is it smaller yeah. it's actually smaller yeah i can read that so yeah i'm just sitting there thinking i think we've got like we talked about off there we've got more We're finding out he learned that in school <laughs> right yeah we we have we agree on more than we disagree but it turns out in schools, and this was sent to you by somebody, Brady, yep. that said, look what my kid got at school. Uh, they're, they're learning civics, evidently, and the differences between the Democratic and Republican Party. And the person was kind of, what would Brady doing? Saying, what do, we, uh, do, I, what do I say? Do I bring this up? Do I get this teacher in trouble? The Democratic Party is pro-choice. Women have the right to, to abort a pregnancy. Democratic Party is big government. Government is large and the largest employee in the United employer in the United States. The uh, Democrats want to increase taxes, tax people and companies at higher rates. Uh, Democratic Party believes people should not have the right to own guns. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Democratic Party uh, wants to increase welfare and tax working people to give out-of-work people money. Uh, Democratic Party's into class war- warfare, promote animosity between the haves and have-nots. Wow. And the Democratic Party is for religious discrimination, and uh, they've removed the word God from all bylaws. Now, this teacher also says, here's what the Republican Party is, kids. Mm-hmm. How old are these kids, did she say? like Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Republican Party, they're pro-life because they believe life begins at conception. The Republican Party believes small government, a private sector, should be the largest employer. The Republican Party decreases taxes. They tax people and companies at lower rates to increase growth. The Republican Party believes in gun freedoms. They adhere to the constitutional right to keep and bear arms. They also believe to decrease the welfare Turn welfare over to states and increase efficiency and decrease dependency. Republican Party promotes unity. They recognize the opportunities we all have, and we're all equal in God's eyes. And the Republican Party promotes religious freedoms, encourages and preserves people's rights to practice religion. Boys at it again. Exactly. She's handing this out at school. And then you start realizing, wow. You're dividing this up. So as a parent who's a normal, who's like, ah, you're fine. Believe what you want. Uh, you know where those statements come from, that right. you're a Democrat, then you uh, are non-religious. Yeah, you, well, and you, yeah, and you also believe in God out of nobody should have guns and God's not a thing. Yeah. So Lisa now, deals with the same thing. She's teaching fifth graders and they're going through you know American history and, and they're going through the party system and all that as well. And every time she brings up something, she'll have a kid that asks, well, who did you vote for? And she says, I'm not allowed to tell you. Right. We keep things basic here and all that. And so she says things about one side or says things about another side. And inevitably, one kid will parent whatever their parents have told them, which I I totally understand. Sure. But as a teacher, you're supposed to sit there and go, listen, you you, you have to drive drive it right down the middle, and it's hard. The crazy part is listening to that. I mean, it's... It doesn't matter what side you're on. That is obviously one-sided. Oh, completely. I mean, completely. Regardless of what and side. And even if you're yeah. in agreement with all these points, yeah. it shouldn't be taught. No, right. absolutely like not. Form your bad. own opinion. Right. Yep. Well, that's the problem. And also, I got handed a, a letter from Lisa's class that she <laughs> teaches. And it's a Democrat, strong women with husbands unafraid of cuckoldry. <laughs> <laughs> number one. That's that was all the number you need one to thing know. on the list. I'm like, wow, Lisa's handing that out. Republicans. <laughs> Bald jerks who tell fart jokes and make too much money <laughs> and should pay my salary. Like, Lisa, this is a bridge too far. Democrats, women who can put signs in their front yard and their husbands have no say. <laughs> Republicans, bald jerks who tell their husbands that their wives are pushing them around. <laughs> Lisa handed out a real specific – like, this, is, this shouldn't this be taught be either. It seems very, very yeah. personal. Yeah. <laughs> Democrats, women who are strong enough to handle another man's joint while her husband watches. That kind of goes back to number one. <laughs> it's a theme. There's a big theme. Republicans, bald jerks. Well, there is a theme in that one for sure. <laughs> I'm not a Republican, Lisa, for God's sake. Yeah, no, you shouldn't be able to teach that stuff. That's just not right. It's weird, though, that it's And there's a quiz. What was the quiz? I'll have to get that. I'll see if I can. Uh, oh, there's a quiz that follows up. This is what quiz, you've learned? Yeah. yeah. 
So the kids had it like pushed on. Wow, I can't imagine like. And as a like, I, I well, Caliendo tells me that his kid had some Zoom meeting where everybody had to use the pronoun of choice. And then if you didn't, you were like you were admonished in front of the entire Zoom, and it was like he, she, and Zay. I had to look Zay up. Zay is just like mm, yeah. I never heard that until you dropped that the other day. Good. Yeah. What is Zay? Z e. It's a pronoun for when you don't want to be a he or she. <laughs> Like Latinx? Um, no, it's not. Latinx actually is a thing. It just doesn't. It's not. It's a non-specific gender, so it's not assigning Zare. one to a person. Huh? Zare into that. Zay. Zay. Z-E, apostrophe yeah. R-E. I see what you've done. Yeah, I don't even know, but that's the, you know. And then we, we sit and try to figure out what the hell's going on. And if you didn't do it, you know, if you're like, I don't want to do it, well, then you're a Zay. Like, I'm not a Zay. I just would rather have my name on the thing. No, you're a he or she or a Zay. And I was like, don't start teaching me that. Because I personally believe you're a he or a she. And then you can decide later whatever you want to yeah. be. I'm not changing. I'm, I'm, you know why I'm unwilling to change this way? Because there's too many pitfalls. Oh, totally. Like I will, totally. I will try. Un- unknowing. I, yeah, I will try to be part of it. And by trying, I'll look like I care. And then I'll be hypocritical the day I screw up what, what the hell a Zay is. Yep. And then everybody will come down on me like I'm a jerk. Like, oh, we pretend. I'm like, no. So I'm just going to he, she, this thing. And again, I don't believe anybody actually thinks this is as good as they do. Because if you walked up to somebody's kid and said, oh, the transition's going very well. Like, what do you mean, transition? Well, no, it's a good thing that kids transition now. Your boy is now looking more like a girl. And that's great. You'd be like. F you. He's just got long hair. Like Toledo's kid. If I wandered up to your kid and said, I'm glad you've decided to allow him to transition to a female, you'd be mad. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really woke enough to go, wow, I'm so excited you think my kid's transitioning. That's so modern. You're No. It's not something you're like really looking forward to, your kid switching and going through all that. It just made me realize you, you, you were talking about the kid from Pomo that knows three languages. Lorenzo. Yeah. Gen- just knowing English show. is the equivalent of five languages. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Because well, we oh. have so many words that change. And, and this is Brady trying to sell multiple us on the meanings. English is hard. Is this new info? There's too many words in it. Well, you're you constantly learning. The good you realize is, there's masculine and feminine in, in yeah, Italian, it French, yeah. and, and Spanish, too. Yes. So that's multiple meanings but there. But he's saying that but we're I can, adding. I can, yeah, we're I can kept, yeah. We can incorporate Zay quicker. Yeah. So let's look at uh, – well, I wonder if French and Spanish and – Have a Italian, Zay? Italians. Do Italians have a have a Zay? Uh, n- not that I know of. <laughs> you kids <laughs> – half, half up now. Nah, nah, I'll tell go you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Hey, yeah. hey, you got a word for it. It's called the half a homo. <laughs> hey, hey, you Zay around here a little more. You're going to get a slap in Zay face. <laughs> Italians don't tolerate it until they're 18. <laughs> You get out of my house, you can Zay all over the place. You're not Zaying all over right my sheets. Right now you sheets. have no Zay. You got no Zay yeah. in your Zay. You get five across the mouth. Yeah, you can five across the mouth. And, of course, the uh, uh, the community of Zays will say, well, there you go. That's why so many Italians killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's more reasons than that. It's confusing. I'm so glad I don't have kids and have to navigate oh, them through geez. all this crap. I mean, I feel sorry for you guys having yeah, no to, you know, kidding. guide them through this. I mean, tests like that, and, yeah, and especially oh. think about it. Brady's got to guide Kirby through this. She's going to be kicking everything over. This is <laughs> landmines everywhere. She's the last one I want on my team in the landmine field. Sweep it, <laughs> Kirby. Go out there and tap your toes. You'll hit one, and you'll be far enough away that it won't hurt you.
Apparently, gender-neutral uh, language has also infiltrated. Is that the right word? Yes, it's infiltrated. Uh, French, German, Greek, and Spanish languages so far. So they all have new pronouns. Yeah, I bet you Russia doesn't. I can almost, no. I can almost guarantee you the Middle East doesn't. You don't have a choice. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's better. I'm just saying. I bet you they haven't. You'll hear UFC. So it's just gone nuts. I, I don't I don't even know where to start. And I would like to be compliant to people. I don't want to go out and hurt people's feelings. I think by asking me to learn all this new stuff, the, the opportunity for me to make more mistakes is out there. It's Mike Tomlin's rule with the Steelers. I don't have a lot of rules because that's just more rules for you to break. I have one rule. Don't be that guy. That's a good rule. That's actually. a great rule. I like that. Don't be that. You know when you're being that guy. Don't be that guy. And he said, more, he's always said, the more rules I make, the more opportunities my players have to break rules. Don't be that guy. We'll wow. talk if we need to talk. And his players are like, they, everybody kind of knows when you're being that guy. That's why AB was such a mystery on the Steelers. Like, Jesus Christmas. You know, this guy's that guy all the time, and he's just not listening to any of them. So you can make rules all you want. He's still going to step over them. Yeah, too many rules means too many rules to break. Give me the benefit of the doubt most of the time that I'm not trying to be a dick. Even though a lot of times I am. But if you're a Zay and you're like, please call me Zay, I'll do that. That's like a name. So yeah. like my, my name, I never understood that. But like you, your name is David. Please call me Brady. Okay. That doesn't hurt me at all. I don't understand why you chose your middle name over your first name, but that's fine by me. Kind of should switch. And I've never had to do that. Well, because you introduce yourself as Brady. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're real. No one's ever go, hey, David, nice to meet you, because they don't even know that. Right, because you introduce yourself as Brady. But yeah. when, but if you said, hi, my name's David Bogan, call me Brady, I'd be like, yeah. I will. There's a difference. But I have a couple questions. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure I don't like make that, a mistake you're here. You're immediately Brady. setting it up that way. Why my do name's... you call yourself Brady? It's the, uh, my name's Michael. Do not call me Mike. There's a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I don't know what kind of Michael Mike rape you went through that it's so offensive if somebody calls you Mike. I don't, I don't get that. Like, people will call me Jonathan, which isn't my name. It's just, just and only John. I don't fly off the handle. It doesn't bother me at all. Is your name Jonathan? Can I? I'm like, okay. People will spell my name J-O-N. I don't call them. There's an H in it, and we can't be friends. So just give me the benefit of the Most doubt Most of on the this. time for me, it's my name's Brady, not Boss. <laughs> right. Well, you do get a little bothered by it now or that Chief. I think about it. I didn't even think of that. Brady's Zay, he, she. <laughs> That would piss off a Zay, his boss, chief, commandant, big guy, big guy, meal team six. <laughs> I told you I'd steal that. I stole it from a lady on the email. She she calls the fat guys who protest down there meal team six. <laughs> it's so funny. proud member of that team. That is so funny. That's painfully good because it's just a bunch of fat chubby guys with guns on their hips screaming that the world ain't treating them fair. We're meal team six. Highly trained. Yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, so I guess you kind of have a little bit of it. Your he, she, zay moment for somebody who's transgender going through that whole gender confusion is chief boss commandant. (laughs) You can't have that. A little more creativity. That's all I ask. I'd like to be called by my name, please. Zay. So, yeah, I don't understand it. So, I'm you know, it's like – you know, Jim Jeffries said it in his special, and it kind of pissed me off because I said it 10 years earlier. You had to give the benefit when gay marriage was going on. You had to give the benefit of the doubt to old people that they weren't going to get this one. <laughs> yep. 
and the LGBTQ community was really tough for them to grasp. You have to understand that in their lifetime, they've had to call black people seven different things to comply. First, first few were not kosher. Then Negro came along, and they're like, all right, we're all on board. We want to be nice. That's what you want to do. And then black, and I'm like, okay, we'll switch it up. My grandma lost it. I grew up, uh, and, and Negro was appropriate, and that's where I stopped. And I didn't understand it at the time. But the older you get, the more you realize, this is it. This is me being nice. You've created too many pit- pitfalls. I don't know what to call people. I'm sticking to what used to work. And uh, you just have to give them the benefit of the doubt. We can't learn all this new stuff and be right with it tomorrow. But now the rules are you have to be right now, even if you weren't aware of it. And that just makes you stupid. So if you zay somebody or you goof and call a he a they or a they a he, mm-hmm. you're, you're admonished for it. And it's like, it's not fair. I don't, I don't have the new rule book and I'm not doing it. You can't go wrong with Frendo. <laughs> That's right. You got to stick with Brady's thing. Wow. My man. Talking to a Frendo. Latina, you got to go Frenda. Yeah, you can't do my man anymore because that might not be a my man. Yeah, it's too hard. The rule, there's too many. So you have to give it benefit my of lady. I'll stick with he and she, and you can't get pissed at it. If I'm wrong, yeah. if I'm wrong, correct me on the spot and say I prefer to be yeah, called Zay. Being Got it. pissed doesn't mean I'm not open to whatever Look, you want to be called. I'm not. I'm, I don't work at a circus. I can't guess your weight. Yeah. I certainly can't guess uh, your name. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not supposed to guess your gender. I'm just going to play along with how you're dressed. But you not only that, pal. you should be. Pal's good. Yeah. Pal. <laughs> Ankle and pal is going to be my future. But I, yeah, it's not my job to guess your gender. If you're making it ambiguous, and I throw a he at you, and you're like, and you, you fly off the handle, that's not my fault. I wasn't trying to be a dick. Now That's I'm going to be being on the edge. That's me just not knowing, yeah. making a mistake in the life you're presenting. Yeah, I don't know what you are. I'm not going to fight you if you tell me, hey, I dress like a guy, but I'm actually a girl. I'd like to be called Zay or whatever it is. Okay, you got it. But don't get mad when I goof. If I treat you with respect while using whatever pronouns are, exactly. are available, Thank you. shouldn't that be the issue? Exactly. I'm being respectful. To the best of my abilities. Yeah. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. But if you start mouthing off, we'll get a problem. And then I'm going to start calling you names. Like real good ones, too. I got a few gems. That ankle thing is new. I can't wait to break that out. Meal Team 6 is pretty solid, too. So if you got a little extra weight on you, I'm going to throw that at you. I like Pal, too. Pal is – I didn't know Pal stood for that. <laughs> so I'm in on Pal. But, yeah, it's just so weird. Yeah. Too many rules means too many rules to break. Don't be that guy. Don't be that Zay. And also, stop calling Brady boss, chief, and commandant. <laughs> no, 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 it's not right. No, don't please stop. continue. Don't stop. Never stop. <laughs> Never, ever stop. Hey, boss, I know who you are. Oh, <laughs> I recognize you by your daughter's feet. <laughs> Is she coming in? Yeah, she's got to work her feet through the door. She'll be in in a minute. <laughs> Four inches in just a year? Yeah. Man, she's sprouting. That's pretty good. Did the doctor say anything about her feet? Like, are they done? Because you got to be worried. She's like, a, it's like you know, when you get a puppy with great big feet, you're like, this thing's going to tear up the house. Because you realize with the bigger the feet, because I had size yeah, we 13. Yeah, we going through shoes. My, my feet shoes. shrunk. I had size 13s in like eighth grade, and I was short. And everybody's like, you're going to be a giant. And for some reason, my feet's like, nah, we were just playing. And they went back to 11 and a half. Like, I couldn't, like, I don't know if shoe sizes changed or I did. And then I grew and my feet shrunk. I think it's. I think I. I don't know. I had old man feet when Our I was feet like. Our feet definitely have changed. You think? I th- uh, well because uh, you rarely feet? back. You would never have wide feet, and now there's more wide. You have no options. evidence of this. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. I'm then. waiting. Yeah. Well, they're limited. I mean, I think most your shoes, feet have changed. Now more companies are offering wide. Oh, sure. There's more but shoe saying, options. Yeah. But I'm sure. saying that. was it? They, they didn't but I don't really think feet think have that. changed. I, I think got there's bad news for you. Opportunities to have better I'm shoes. I'm on uh, healthline.com right now. Oh, boy. In girls. Oh, my. Your boy's out of the Feet also stop growing. Oh, no. Around age 20. Oh, my God. Oh, she's got oh, eight, eight years of foot growth. And at this pace, she's going to have the size of LGE's building there over there attached to each ankle. one good news in this. Oh, my. Usually, the rate of foot growth decreases between 12 and 13 oh. and a half in females. Yeah. So, I you're in that wheelhouse. I figure we peak. She's going to regress. Yeah. She's got till 20. She's going to be like the Titanic getting an iceberg. All they they said was the rate of growth decreases. So the speed in which she's going to grow to a size 22 is now slower. (laughs) Boy, I got ripped in that department. You got baby feet. I've seen you look like Build-A-Bear feet. Nines, they stopped. Brady has Build-A-Bear feet. Like the little rounded edges. Yeah. Nine I, by nine. So you should blame Ronnie for that. Because now, is Ronnie a big feet? You got the recessive gene. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey if we're going there, let's just go there. Let's just go there. <laughs> if he's only got nines, where did, the, where did them size 14s yeah, come yeah, from? No, no, hold on. No. Brett's yeah. question was, is Ronnie a big feet? Yeah. <laughs> that was the exact. No, I said, does no, she have big said, feet? Is she no, a big no, feet? pull the audio. I will. But I want to know his question. Is she a big feet or not? She's not a big feet. Okay. <laughs> What's her size? She, I, I believe, wears a an eight. Women's eight. Yeah. Well, that's normal. Eight or nine, something like that. That's insanely large. And Kirby's ten and a half men's is just unheard of. Yeah, I'd be. She's uh, well. I'd look again. Get her in the pool. Look, coming from get a her guy swimming. that wasn't, uh, you know, didn't have a ton of growth spurts. Yeah. Other than later in life. Uh, <laughs> you did. Got wider. Oh, that those know, kind of well, those, know, aren't, you know. those are. But um, not really considered growth. You're kind of happy in a way like you're saying oh well, she's cool. tall yeah, she's yeah, she tall. Got, well no there's nothing wrong with that yeah. that yeah. ten and a half foot would make me nervous that she's gonna be like just gigantic tall like, yeah i don't think but you know i i, I remember talking with uh, like randy johnson his uh i think it was his junior year 10 inches yeah well, yeah, one year that was his just, growth, or what are we talking? His about? growth. Uh, just, Jenny, it just complete your yeah. sentence. It's below the belly, ten inches. To isolate that. <laughs> Randy Johnson, his junior year, ten inches. How do you know? <laughs> he told to me. the base. All right, to the oh. pubic bone. All right, and here's another thing I want you to stop doing as a responsible adult: comparing your daughter's growth to Randy Johnson. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that probably pretty help. important. Yeah. Yeah, tell someone else. It just dawned on you. I know it's on your face. It just dawned on you. No, it didn't dawn on me. I talked to Randy Johnson about extreme growth. (laughs) I'm like, no. It didn't dawn on me until someone tops that growth in a year, which I've met a lot of people that grew 10 inches in one year. (laughs) Right. Then I would reference them. No one's going to, but you referenced in a discussion about your daughter's growth, Randy Johnson, and I think that's something you should avoid doing. I'm just saying. Yeah, to, to, I mean, to stick it at a, a range at like, okay, four inches in a year. Well, we get it, but you're still saying average, Kirby but. at age 12, and the only other person you can tie this back to is Randy Johnson. And it's 10 and a half inches. Uh, me and OJ agree. <laughs> We're just saying, Brady. Yeah, you don't want to do it. You don't, you don't ever say, my daughter does this, this, and this. And by the way, the only other person that I've ever heard of this is Randy Johnson. Yeah, you don't want your daughter in the same conversation as Randy Johnson <laughs> at all. Well, Frank Caliendo stopped growing. That's better. Now we're talking. And stop using men as your examples. Use women who have 
Yeah, go look up like super tall women and say, well, she grew crazy amount. That's normal. You can't have Randy Johnson as your guide for your daughter's future. Amy Schumer is still growing. <laughs> well, no, you don't want you don't want that either. Like I said, only women. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. <laughs> the last thing a daughter wants to hear is that her daddy thinks, you know, you have a lot in common with Randy Johnson as far as physicality. Oh, God. Randy doesn't want you to say that. Ten inches in a year is pretty good, though. I think I grew about seven between my senior year of high school and uh, freshman year of college that summer. Because I graduated, I was about 5'5". Five, five, five. So I was a little taller than I was about 5'8". So I grew about five inches that summer. Just in three months. Mine was probably seven in three years. So. No kidding, yeah. yeah. Well, mine was a, a junior high. Oh, well, from my first year of high school, which was only three, like sophomore year was when we started high school. I think I was about 5'4", going into high school, 5'5". Five, five. I was short. And then six feet by the end of it. So that's seven inches. In. But I like three or four of them were the last month of summer. Also put on uh, 55 pounds that summer. No clue what happened to me. It was like when I like when Tweety Bird took those pills and just just bulked up. And there was a girl named Shara Sean. If you're out there, Shara, hello. But Shara was a, a one of those cute girls in high school, and uh, she went on to another school our junior and senior year. And we used to always joke around. She thought I was funny, so she would joke with me and stuff. And I never like she wasn't like in my crosshairs. But later she like got really hot, and then so uh, she moved away and then came back. And I was at this girl's house, and we're talking, and Shara comes in, and she hadn't seen me for three months. And I went from 130 pounds to about 200 pounds in four or I'm five months. I'm a man. I'm, I'm a man now, by the way. Since my birthday, I'm a man. <laughs> How you doing, Shara? I'm a man now. Because the last time she saw me, I was just a boy. And that's all she kept saying. And those words made me, like, half hard to hold it. It's like, oh, my God, you're a man now. I know, Shara. I'm a man now. <laughs> I'm a girthy, thick man. I can't believe how much you've grown. Yes, and I'm growing as you speak. <laughs> Are you going to keep growing? If you keep talking, I will. <laughs> I continue to grow with each syllable that falls from your beautiful mouth. Uh, struck out with Sheriff. Can you give me a ride, drop me off at my boyfriend's place? <laughs> yeah, that's basically what used to happen to me all the time. I dropped a girl off once who I liked. <laughs> She she gave me a kiss on the cheek and goes, I really like you. <gasps> this is the weirdest story you'll ever hear a guy say. Like, oh, my God, nobody likes me. I look like an idiot. I drove away. And in my teen angst at age 16, and she was 14, so I was king of the world, had the car. She's a couple years younger than me. Uh, I decided to start driving by her house a few more times. <laughs> just, is she in the window? Hey, so, oh, you were that guy, huh? Yeah. So like an hour later after the, oh, we had a nice day together. Gave me a little, and I didn't. It wasn't a date. I just gave her a ride home. She came. I really like you. I'm like, this is a go. I went by her house. She's on a roof with a dude named Gavin, and they're making out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how did that happen in an hour? Oh, Gavin just came over. Oh, and by the way, in that hour, I went and bought flowers to have her delivered to her house because that's what I thought you did. I was like, 
I was like a 1300s page Taking boy. Taking it easy. Yeah. Taking it easy. I was like one of those uh, romantic 1300s boys, and I will, I will give her a rose, scented rose. Then I sent it over to her house, and I went over, and I spent $85. I remember this beautiful bouquet of rose, eight, a vase, all of it. This is 1988. 85 bucks for rose, like a $300 bundle of roses. Today. I'm throwing it all out there. Well, bam, I'm a bus boy. I got money. <laughs> Deliver it to this address, which is one of the reasons I drove by her house is to get her address. Make sure she – Boom. She's on the – I drove by make sure she's home because the roses are coming same day. Drive by. She's on the roof for some reason with some dude making out. If you would have known what Gavin knew, kiss on the cheek. It's go time. It's go she time. was looking for yeah. someone to make out. I did all the work. I know. Gavin got her on the and roof of her and house. Then she got the flowers. Oh, Gavin. I got a call. I was so sweet. I'm like, hey, who's over there? I was just Gavin's here right now. That's how I know his name. Gavin came <laughs> over right after you dropped me off. I'm like, oh, it's Gavin. We dated in seventh grade. I'm like, oh, I ah. saw you making out with him on the roof. Anyway, you're welcome. Tell Gavin to go half himself. I yeah. just wanted to make sure you had a great day. And I just want to make sure that the, we were on the same page here. Anyway, I'm going to go cut myself for a little bit. You should have showed up like Cusack with the boom box and the Peter Gabriel <laughs> oh, playing in the in, background. Uh, that would have been was, in. The movie was popular at that time. <laughs> See? I was considering it. Gavin. In your eyes. Gavin, come here. Look. He's doing it. <laughs> the light, the heat, your eyes. I am complete. That dude's romantic. <laughs> I want to make out with you. Do it. He's provided a soundtrack. <laughs> See the doorway of a thousand churches. Hey, stop kissing her. This is my wooing. <laughs> get out of here. Dude, you're, you're still going to get me laid with that song. Turn it up. <laughs> All the fruitless searches. And I stood there while Gavin made love to her. Oh, I see the light and the heat. Nice Jeep. <laughs> like your car, man. When I get a license, I want one like that. She likes your car too. In your heart. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go. You got to Kid, song's almost over. You about done, Gavin? My arms are tired. Thanks a lot, dude. That was really romantic. I think you got a shot with her. <laughs> she thinks so too, man. And let me tell you, Aces down south, bro. Oh. <laughs> Smells like ambrosia. Tastes like steak. <laughs> okay, thanks, Gavin. Late. Next thing you know, Gavin's calling me. Dude, will you come over a little later? Um, these are three of her favorite songs right now. I'd love for you to do that boombox thing again. <laughs> Every rose has its thorn. That gets it going. I know it's a breakup song, but I don't understand why she likes it. Sure, Gavin. Up. On the roof. <laughs> Gavin's making out with my chick. That was never my chick. And then you drive home and just go, it's because you're ugly. That's what your brain says. <laughs> she likes Gavin. And you see, Gavin was a stud, by the way. It's because you don't have good hair like Gavin, and your face looks funny. You have the body of a E.T. Yeah, that's true, me. And you drive home disappointed and try to drown yourself in a... Tummy puddles and feel better about everything, but it's you can't. You steal it's your, always tomorrow. You steal your dad's 25th Playboy anniversary, 25th with candy loving, and roll that out on the ground and try not to get any drippings on it. But if you do, you just fold it right back up and put it back where dad had it. Nope, he thinks it's him. <laughs> aging. It's the aging process of the magazine. Did anybody do 
the Cusack? Did you ever do it? No. Uh, I was close a no. couple times. Had the boombox in the car. At you're, the top you're serious? Off the, oh, man. I was a, uh, Brett, I was a hopeless romantic because I was mixed a... Mixtapes. I knew... Yeah, mixtapes. Mixtapes, yeah. That's easy. I, I had the big stereo in my Jeep, so the top was off. I could turn up. In your eyes. So you had Peter Gabriel on pause just ready to roll at any time. Oh, huh? every once in a while, you'd catch this 16-year-old boy who weighed about 82 pounds, soaking wet. Looked like... Uh, ready AIDS, with extreme. Yeah, with, with red rain. I had the whole Peter Gabriel So album. Falling down. <laughs> Falling down all over me. And I can't watch anymore. And you're sitting there outside some girl's house, and her dad's like, Shut up! <laughs> Turn that crap off! Oh, so is Sarah around? No! She's with Gavin! <laughs> he doesn't waste his time blasting his radio in our cul-de-sac. He just gets to business. <laughs> That's my wife. She says I'm right. God, you got the whole family in there doing it, huh? Yeah, good women will do that. Anyway, turn that goddamn radio down. We're listening to Perry Como. Don't give up. Yeah. Because <laughs> you still have friends. So Gavin was like the Derek Zellner of your love life. Uh, no, yeah, well, yeah, well, for that week. That was brutal. Some 14-year-old kid giving you the thumbs up. Great, great Jeep, brah. Yeah, thanks. Can I have your girlfriend back? No. Yeah, if you're gonna win. And, and also, you can beat me up. There's no question, Gavin would have kicked my ass. That was a rail. Some guy with that new disease, AIDS, is outside playing Peter Gabriel music, and it looks like it's all he can do to hold that boombox over his head. He's weak. I gotta go. I got band practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not like the marching band. Right. He's in a kick ass yeah. band. Yeah. And that band later became Pearl Jam. <laughs> Gavin was a wild success. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Brett? On the action ride shop board, we got uh, Royal Blood, Pennywise, Queens of the Stone Age, Sabbath, Mob Rules from our conversation oh, yeah, earlier got this that morning. Mob down to that yeah. mob of five downtown protesting yes. the election. Yes. The news can't get enough of that. There's uh, more now. Orange, you think there's seven or eight? Sun, yeah. Sun's up, yeah. guns out. Yeah. Orange Goblin, Deftones, Alice in Chains, Judas Priest, oh, my Metallica. Goodness. Let's do a little Mob Rules by Sabbath. All right. That's what they're, they're telling you. I got told last night. Uh, by the news that they're shocked the riots haven't started yet. I'm like, wow, way to go, gang. Well, they have on, in certain people. places. Well, I know. I think Portland and well, Denver. Portland's always Yeah, that's a nightmare. That should be a why celebration. Is, yeah, why is Portland mad? I know. They got they got drugs legalized, like, like everything. My friend Colin nailed it yesterday. He wanted to say, hey, John, tomorrow, he asked me, tomorrow, can you congratulate uh, someone for me? And I'm like, sure. And he said, I would like to say five new states, including Arizona, with the legalization of uh, recreational weed. Yeah. weed Five new states, and he said, I'd just like to congratulate drugs for winning the war on drugs. It's official. We spent a trillion dollars since 1974 or something like that on the war on drugs. Wow. Only to have us just go, eh, drugs win. George Carlin used to have the greatest argument against that whole thing. Uh, in the 80s, we were spending annually, and this was a lot in the 80s, $6 billion a year to fight the war on drugs. Or $8 billion, I'm sorry, we spent $8 billion. Cartel spent... Or, or made, they, on average, estimate $6 billion. And Carlin's like, instead of spending money to fight it, give it to the cartels. Give them $8 billion and say, we'll give you an extra $2 billion to grow food. Oh, I thought he said, give them $6 billion, we just save no. $2 billion. No, you give them 8 and say, <laughs> stop with the drugs. Use your fields and everything else to grow food. And the world will be filled with food. $8 billion, because they could cover it. 
And you Too have, bad it doesn't work that way. Well, you'd think not, but, yeah. it, but in principle, from it a business be great, yeah. from a business perspective, what you were doing with eight billion was doing nothing. And you, you add that up eight every every year, it probably grew a little more, like eight, ten, twelve, fourteen billion yeah. a year, and it never made a dent, really, ever. It, one thing it did was stop the mob, yeah. And then they got into the deal with the cartels and became this new. It, it's crazy, and and you know, would it have worked? Don't know, but it's the mental mindset of their business people. You're giving them $2 billion extra just to stop growing what they're growing and growing Could what you're asking. you imagine? Asset. All right. Need you to open up the books so we can cut you your share of the eight bill? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we don't care about your Pablo. Books. Pablo. My friend. We know. And Pablo's like, oh, he's a businessman. You want to – we go into business with a businessman. I'm making $3 billion a year. Right. You okay. might as well give it a shot. What they're doing now is not Didn't working, work, obviously. Congratulations to drugs. They won the war on drugs. The team drugs won that war up and down because the main thing we were fighting was pot. In the 70s and 80s, the main – I mean we had the heroin. Well, cocaine was cocaine there. Cocaine was big. The main thing we were fighting with the drug cartels was pot. That was the big one. That kept, and, and that was the gateway and that was all the stuff that we, we got lied about. And, but that was the one. And the cocaine was around, but it was the follow-up. It wasn't as prominent and prevalent as what pot had started to become in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So we fought pot. And I remember the Different Strokes episode that Nancy Reagan came on and she – you know, it was all about weed. Arnold and, and uh, Willis were – you know, had an opportunity. Yeah, of course. Prior to those two getting into that house, they weren't really talking much about drug use. But evidently, the racism kicked in, and Mr. Drummond had to contact the Reagans to talk to his new black kids about maybe not bringing pot into the house. That Dudley was trouble. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it was all about weed. That's all we got taught in school. Weeds, this, it's terrible. You know, reefer madness kind of stuff from the '30s was still around. Which you it wonder won. if that was the factor. They would show that the weed because they could. You know, it was easier to display. A lot of people had it. It's easier Whereas to grow. they're moving the hair on and the cocaine, you don't see that much. Heroin was a, mainly just a Afghanistan, Poppy. Middle Eastern. They, they did it in Mexico too, yeah. but it wasn't. It wasn't a problem. No, like weed. But being the coca, a, coca. Was well, yeah, problem. but weed was the one that every teenager could get. You know, cocaine. Yeah, was and that's like why I'm saying that's thing. the one that would hit home. <laughs> that we have a problem with it, right? That was the that's going to get your kids to the next level, yeah. and that stuff kills you. And then they try to tell you weed will kill you because it's it's inevitable if your kid's smoking weed, he's going to the next thing. Drugs won the war on drugs. I mean, period. That's it. Yeah. Cartels make more money now than they ever have. We've made no dent in that. The money spent to fight them, wasted. Made them and stronger. does this change it up at all since, uh, you know, at least on the five states? I wonder how the distribution goes in, like, Colorado since they've had it. Don't know. But it militarized the cartels because they basically said, oh, they declared war on us. We have to. Toughen up and become militaries now. See, I don't know. Colorado's illegal drug. They don't have anybody in jail. They're not wasting money chasing folks with pot. And they're, you know, big deal. And there's arguments against whether it works or not, but it works better than what we were doing. So congratulations, drugs. You're the champions of that. We lost a war. That's a big war. That's probably the, the least successful war we've ever fought. It's 45 years old. Maybe in Oregon there's just a bunch of people on a bad trip, man. Yeah, what, are they, what are they mad about? Oregon's gotten its way to become... I mean, Oregon is completely... They're like they're almost almost their own country yeah. at this point. Whatever they're mad about is just for the sake of being mad. Because, yeah, they vote. They're, they're all on... They're in lockstep step up there, I think, yeah. right? They're all in... Oh, yeah. Like the socialist weirdness of Portland has all of Oregon. And, again, I think it's another example that that's what we... we they all... And it... But they are. And fun. the protesters are the hippies. I'm like, guys, you got your way. You won every single thing. And I have some friends that live in Portland, and they're 
minorities. You know, maybe, maybe they are now because Hippies? Uh, they're not. No, they're not. They're really strong Republicans. Betcha yeah, that would be my I guess. Bet you they're quiet. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you they keep it down up there. Yep. I know. You know when to just go, sorry, guys. How are you? Yeah. There, that's not, you know. And you're right. Like, there's other. There's obviously not 100%, but still. In order to protest, that means the man's holding you down. And what I see in Oregon right now is, oh, all you hippies got your way. We got this win. Let's go for more. What is there to win at this point? You got uh, what you needed. You can't put new trees. Things up. I don't know. <laughs> go tie yourself to a tree then. Yeah, I don't understand that. I saw it, but they're dying to have riots on the Hang yourself to one. <laughs> or that. <laughs> Give yourself a fruit roll up and a noose and we're done. Yeah, get a Capri Sun, a yeah. fruit roll up, and uh, go, go work on those yeah, trees. Have fun in Oregon. Put pal. them to use. <laughs> have fun in Oregon, pal. <laughs> I love when your inner Italian kicks in. <laughs> have fun in Oregon, pal. I got pal. no tolerance. <laughs> That's the new homo F word. Oh, you must be from Portland. You're a Portlandian. Look at this Portlandian over here. Oh, my gosh. Shut the front door. The only thing better than a big truck is saving big. On a big truck. A truck that'll get you anywhere you want to go and help you get stuff done. Well, guess what? At Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Ram truck during the Ram Power Days. Going on now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.